Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 257. 257. How are we doing, James? Johnny, I'm doing Okay. Okay is good enough. Yeah, it's fine. I didn't sleep well last night. Was it my fault? Sure, of course it was. But that doesn't change the fact that I feel like garbage. I just ate an entire DiGiorno pizza, so I'm a little sluggish. And I've been battling this hip problem for a couple weeks. So, all in all, I'm, you know, doing okay. I don't like any of that. No, it's all garbage. How are you, bud? I'm doing all right. I didn't sleep either, but it wasn't my fault, as nothing has ever been my fault. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's a good way to go through life. Uh, well, what happened? What would we, I don't know. We just couldn't sleep. Just couldn't sleep. Yeah, you know. Are you Sometimes a are you a front side sleeper problem or a backside sleeper problem? Do you, meaning, do you have trouble falling asleep or do you have trouble staying asleep? I have trouble falling asleep. Usually, when I'm asleep, I'm pretty good. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I just stayed up till twelve thirty playing video games and then realized I hadn't eaten dinner, so then I ate ramen at twelve thirty and then. Didn't fall asleep till after two, and then I had to get up yeah. and go to work. Right. Yeah. That all checks. That all yeah, checks. That, out. Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. So when you said it was your fault, you really meant it. Oh yeah. No, it was a hundred percent. I thought it was more like oh, I was just dwelling on some things that are deep inside my no, head. No. Nope. I was looking at my phone on Instagram at one thirty-five, and then I was like, I need to stop doing this, and then <laughs> I did, and then I drifted off to sleep. You know who never has problems falling asleep? Our guest. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Well rested as hell. I'm as perfect as I've ever been. You can tell by how I said that sentence with perfect enunciation. Joe, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I also had a weird night's sleep just wow. to kind of contribute. Why didn't we all get on the phone and have a nice chat, you know? That would would have been nice to kind of have a split screen across the three of us. Uh, I apparently, uh, like, face mask. What? I just imagine the three of us getting on a FaceTime. With our wives sleeping next to us, and we're just loudly FaceTiming to each other about, about why we can't sleep. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Tell me. Um, I apparently uh, face mashed my wife in the middle of the night. Nice, like, dude. Oh! Like, <laughs> like, I woke up, and my hand was just on her face because she had woken me up because my hand was on her face. Okay, so this woke her. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Got it. And she was like, she was like, I was paralyzed by fear because your hand was just on my face. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be honest, don't know how it happened. I know I was having some sort of weird, hyper-involved dream, but I have no idea what. But I remember, I remember feeling very vividly, and I like sprung awake and then tried to bury it by trying to fall immediately back asleep by being like, nope, didn't happen, didn't happen, I'm fine. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah, that's that's fun. That that there, there's nothing worse than being awoken in a rage, and being or being awoken and being mad at being awoken, only to find out that the reason you're being woken up is your fault. It's something <laughs> you did. Like this has happened multiple times where Olivia has elbowed me awake because I'm like loudly snoring, and she will hit yeah. me. I will wake up. Know that she just hit me, and then we'll just close my eyes and go right back to sleep, and then she'll have to hit me again, and I'll be like what 
And and she's like, you're the loudest sleeper I've ever heard in my life. And then I have to roll over. (laughs) Johnny, between you and M, uh, who is, who is the more, um, active sleeper? Oh, easily me. That is, that's not even a, that's not even a question. I wonder if that's consistent across, like, if that's kind of the general consensus across relationships. Because I am very much, like, I am, I run marathons in my sleep. It's crazy. When I'm out of town, Emily will send photos of the bed in the morning of her and how, like, little the sheets were disturbed. <laughs> just to prove to me how violent I am in the night. I, I'm i in a similar thing. I'm, a, I'm with you guys. I move around a lot to the point where I... For the last four months, every single night, I have woken up and I have somehow rolled on top of the sheet, but still under the blanket. Ooh, so, hate that. So the sheet is underneath me and yeah. the blanket is above me and it's like not enough to keep me warm. I need this. Right. I need the like the close in support of the sheet, but yeah. I don't have it. And I wake up and I have to like yank the sheet out from under my back and then and then roll back it's awful i don't understand how it happens. i frequently find myself on top of the sheet but i don't mind it because i feel like that's like temperature control uh, it is we- i think it is but the problem is we keep our room very cold and i but i oh, think what right. happens Got is it. i get very hot roll around end up with the sheet underneath me and then get cold and then so i never i can't find the balance right right right, right. one of my favorite tweets of all time is from patty mo where he says uh we love the cold leg, don't we, folks? We love to stick one leg outside the blankets and use it to regulate temperature. Oh, simply yeah. the best. I mean, that's a, that's a tried and true method. That's the that's um, the way to do it. Um, uh, b- briefly, sorry, before we keep going, uh, Scott Brocious. I was gonna say, Ooh, Scotty oh, Scotty yeah. Bro, yeah, Scott Bro, love Scott Brocious. We're in a nice little pocket of hitters. Yeah, sweet hit. Yeah, three-time World Series champ uh, with the Yankees and. He caught uh, Orlando Cabrera's foul pop-up for the final out of David Cohn's perfect game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was first among AL third baseman in errors in 2001. What an idiot. <laughs> Retired the next year. <laughs> Fucking That's loser. That's got to be a real bummer to retire the year after you lead the league in errors. Yeah. I actually, I, I say the year after, he, he retired at the end of the year where he led the league in errors. Oh, like, great. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I, I might as well go out on bottom, even though he had just won three World Series. So, Yeah, and then we famously lost that World Series. The only after time, 9-11. The, yeah, the only time in history that all of America was rooting for the Yankees. Was that the Diamondback Series? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was thrilled. I was just <laughs> Well, thrilled. you hate America, so I was get them, CIA. <laughs> Uh, seeing as how I did not fully comprehend 9-11 yet, I was very happy to see weird Craig Council's batting stance win uh, a World Series. That was fun. That was me. a devastating series. We went down 2-0, came storming back 3-2, and then went to Arizona, and Mariano Rivera blew it. This is why like you don't go to Arizona time. in October. I wonder what team in American sports history has the highest like approval rating. Like, Because mm. no team... Like I was thinking, you said America's team, and in my mind, I'm like, that's absurd. And I was wondering, I'm like, I wonder what the team is throughout history that has had the most amount of the country be like, yes, I la- I have favorable thoughts around this team. I I don't think, I think you're thinking about it the wrong way. I don't think there will be a team that has the. I mean, there will be a team that has the highest number, but I think the better way to find it is the one that people don't care about will be like they have no feelings towards it. Will be the most positive. Where it's like, oh yeah, I don't I don't really care. 
But yeah, that's true. But you just said America's team, which got me thinking that like what like has there ever actually been a team that all of America is like on board with? Um, no. like probably no, right? Just the nature of how like no, I mean yeah, I mean I think I think it, that that comes and goes with eras because like. Any time the Patriots were in the Super Bowl, it felt like America's team was whoever was playing the Patriots. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it wasn't – that wasn't – I think it's because we're an adversarial people. <laughs> we, right. Well, we I guess – We don't have maybe, a positive feeling. We only have negative feelings. Got it. Right. That's fair. All of my sports feelings are much stronger when it's a team I hate than when it's a oh, team I like. Oh, 100% agree. Like, I would so much rather – I feel way worse when – teams from Boston win titles than I do better when teams from New York win titles. Yeah. Right. Like it's As not even, who, and it's not even close. Right. <laughs> as someone who personally famously had a newspaper clipping on his door as a boy of JJ Reddick crying after his last NCAA tournament <laughs> loss. That is one of the famous things about you, Johnny. That's right. I love to say famously when it's about me. <laughs> Just you. Uh, yeah, I, I did a brief attempt to try and determine what we were talking about here, and uh, everything just comes up with all like the number one like most popular team is inversely every like everyone's most hated. Team. Yeah, like, I can't imagine there's an answer for it because it was a stupidly worded question. It might be the top, you know, the top three for popular popularity in the NFL are the Cowboys, Patriots, and Steelers. Which yeah, but Steelers that's, that's popularity. Could, that's not like. Rootability. Yeah, and I get what because it, it's not the question of like who has the most fans. It's like who can gather the most consensus of people being like, right. yeah, no, good for them. Like the Cowboys have the quote unquote largest global fan base. Yeah, but, but they also like, they also probably have the largest group of hatred because I hate right. the fucking Cowboys and I right don't have any reason to hate the Cowboys. They're not in my division. But that's but the just, Yankees as well. Yeah, no, agreed. I, no, the, no, absolutely. I was being very much facetious in calling the Yankees the American team. It was only for. Those two months directly after the worst terrorist attack in American history, and right. then as soon as we the lost, the country was like, "I guess we'll tolerate this team <laughs> yeah, we normally exactly. hate." As soon as we lost, they went America through a was bad like, thing. Okay, let's go back to the way it was. Fuck that's those why, guys. That's why in 1942, everyone was a University of Hawaii football fan. Yes, yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, well, boys, we had a fun weekend of eating, did we not, Joey Strix? As you may know, our frequent guest the boy was back, was back in back New York in City. The boy was back in town, as as was sung about in scripture. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> boy, was it good to be back and see my my beautiful boys. It was a delight. We ate Peking duck together. Oh, that it was, was great. that was fantastic. So fucking good. Shout uh, out to the Peking duck house. The Peking Duck House, which we got a very mixed message on. One, they did not give us chopsticks. They just gave us forks. And we looked around, and more competent tables had chopsticks. But uh, the non-competent tables, they were making the duck little tacos for, but they just gave us the ingredients, which felt like it was a, a signal in the other direction, perhaps. Yeah. I, th- I think they trusted us to do just enough, which I think we, we covered our bases on. They're like, I think they can handle making their own duck pancakes, but they don't need chopsticks. Yeah. Which I appreciated the opportunity to make our own duck pancakes. That was very fun for me. Yeah, I liked that a lot more than the last time. It was very uncomfortable waiting for a man to make your little roll-up for you while right. everyone and else was eating their tacos. I was like... It was nice to do the proportions that I wanted to. I went a little heavier on the sauce than I think they did yeah. last time. Yep. Yes. The uh, sauce is such a crucial element to overdo. You yeah. need 
more sauce than you think you need. Yeah, and I like an extra piece of skin in there for the uh, for the crunch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. The skin's nice, and then I put just a whole ton of green onions in mine. It was just a delightful endeavor all around. Had a blast. Yeah, it was great. It's also a very fun. The Peking Duck House that we've been to multiple times now will give you the meal consists of a duck, and then you choose like four other dishes, which is always a nice. Uh, thing because you eat the duck and you're like oh, I feel pretty full and then you forget you have four more dishes coming <laughs> yeah you have to work to take down some spicy shrimp some orange chicken some green beans and I can't remember the fourth one I had a slightly opposite experience where I had not eaten all day and I was on a powerhouse hunger trip when we was there and it was <laughs> it took everything in me not to finish everything on that table I was holding back hey. Why? Why didn't you? We had so much food left. I because I didn't want to look like an absolute freak sitting there shoveling green beans and chicken. So into you my left face. hungry? I didn't leave hungry, but I could have. I could have finished all that. That's so you, except for, except for that plate of water chestnuts, which was bullshit. Yeah, we did. Plate of water, water chestnuts was a problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joey, what were some of the other food highlights from the weekend? Uh, we ate at uh, frequently mentioned uh, destination Red Hook Tavern. Got everybody's favorite burger. Excellent. Um, let's see. We, uh, got bagels from a couple places near, uh, where Jimmy is. Had a delightful experience on both occasions for me personally. Um, it was good to have a bagel again and good for my system to reject a bagel again. Ah, very good. All this this time away from, uh, a true carbohydrate bomb and my stomach was like in knots, but delightfully so. Um, what else did we do? We had Wawa. You had Wawa for the first oh, time. Had Wawa. What a delightful Wawa. series of treats. It's. I said to James, it is. You so... gotta come to New York City to get Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to New Jersey to get Wawa. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my mistake. I apologize. Uh, and uh, did you know it stands for water? Water. Anyway, <laughs> the point is. I uh, I said to James, I it is so important, it is so crucial for me that I do not live within striking distance of a Wawa. It would it would positively ruin me. The fact that we we it's have a, a leg it, it, it can be a dark place if you <laughs> if you let it go that way. <laughs> uh, we have a Wegmans, and that's and that's done enough damage. And any other sort of uh, n- northern convenience type situation is gonna is gonna kill me. Unlike the southern convenience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm obviously yeah. mainlining back, pork back, and biscuits. Yeah. Now, it's a good thing you're back in the south, famous for its restraint with food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was it was so tough to be in, uh, in the north and taking a break from all the lard <laughs> yeah. to which my system has become so accustomed. <laughs> um, it was a blast. Uh we got to eat at the Delta Lounge in Newark Airport. <laughs> Sick. Sick, dude. Famous for its uh, Monday night jerk chicken. Wow. Very good. <laughs> was that with rice? Oh, you know it was over rice. Perfect. Uh, and and just the driest sugar cookie you've ever seen. There you just go. The, That's what the you want. crumbliest, least freshly baked sugar cookie. <laughs> There was a really uh, sad moment of my life when I realized that lounges, this thing that I thought of as like a very nice thing, are medium at best. <laughs> yeah. Which like, again, it's it's comparative, right? You're in an airport, so it is inherently 
plussed up because you're you're not cast down with the sodomites waiting next to their gate like losers. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm up the, here in I'm up here in in heaven, but in really yeah, it's with the rich sodomites. You fucking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I got Johnny, even, I gotta say, having never been in an airport lounge, ooh, it warms my heart to hear you admit that. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> because I know in my heart, I'm like, it's not that much better in there. You fucking dweebs. Up there, oh, you get a little bit of elbow room. Just go sit one gate but over, dummies. It's That's... not even the rich. It's people who all got the same credit card. Yeah, it's yeah not... exactly. Yeah. That's the main yeah. thing. And James, it, I cannot wait for your first lounge experience because you were going to come back on here swinging the absolute like torque out of your balls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, disagree, dude. My people, my people are out there. No socks on, feet up on the other. <laughs> who are your people? People who only pay with cash? Uh, the people. <laughs> I bought this airline ticket off Etsy. <laughs> the irony is I wouldn't never I wouldn't know what a lounge is like if it was actually exclusive. Like the only reason I can get in there is also the credit card. <laughs> yeah. But right. the way I look around, I'm like, look at these people just with a credit card. These aren't the elite. <laughs> I also Johnny They're I, like I, me. Yeah, not like you. Johnny, you embody both the absolute scrub worst of airport people and the lounge is that you you steal water bottles from con- the convenience stores in the airports and That's then right. walk into your lounge. Where they serve free water. <laughs> yes. Right. So sort of a uh, I don't know if it's a reverse Robin Hood, but <laughs> where I steal from the people in the airport and give them to the lounge. <laughs> the point is, airport lounges not really worth it. Anything else we've eaten good, or should we move on to talking about um, Saturday Night Live, this new program? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm good to go. I made I can, I made, I can be ready. Yeah, yeah. I made. Ramen. Oh wait, no, no, we didn't. James, we didn't do you at all. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I just made um the ramen peanut noodles that um Maddie Matheson had a video about. They're like super cheap and easy. They were exquisite, super easy, wonderful, delicious. I didn't watch it. What's is it? Just ramen with it's, peanut take, butter and you like take spicy chili ramen. oil. You take spicy ramen. You cook the noodles in this. You put the the soup broth in before it starts to boil. Boil the <clears throat> noodles in the spicy ramen. Pull the noodles out, put about a cup of the spicy broth in there, take a big heaping scoop of peanut butter, Nice. mix that all in, top it with two eggs, uh, toasted sesame seeds, chopped up cilantro, chopped up green onions, and chili uh, uh, chili crunch. And it's fantastic. That sounds great. Yeah. I love a peanut-flavored anything, yeah. I think. It was really, yes. really good. And like the fact that I had never made the connection that you can just make peanut noodles at home like, yeah. super easily, yeah. Wonderful. Like, is that going to be a problem time, now? I, yeah, 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 it might be a problem. <laughs> like, I, do you remember the first time you had pad thai and they were like, "Oh, you're, there's peanuts in noodles. What is happening? Yeah, oh my yeah. god, the world of possibility." Like, as a kid, being like, "Other, other cultures know about peanuts." <laughs> I thought that was us, our thing. <laughs> this can't happen. Uh, yeah, that was my that was my only other food adventure. Saturday Night Live. The only thing I'll add before this is I'm still eating a sweet potato every morning like it's an apple. Um, (laughs) Saturday Night Live is a show that's been on for quite some time. Have we done an SNL episode on Babish? I don't feel like we have to have. Oh, yeah, we did. It was the um, that insane taco. Oh, Oh, that's early on, isn't it? Yeah. But that might Damn. be it. Let's let's do it a little a quick little search. Um, yeah, that was the fifteen flavor taco. Yeah, from Taco Town. Oh yeah. Uh, nope. Yeah, that was it. And then uh, we had the the overnight, overnight salad. salad. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I don't know SNL. I don't think it's gonna last. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right Flash the in the pan. They Do probably you got think it. you're washed now because you don't? Well, I shouldn't assume that. How many how many cast members of SNL could you name right now? Oh, four. I think I got five, probably seven or eight. Okay, that's more than I thought. But I think it's the big sign of being washed when you go from not only being like it was funnier when I was a kid to then also just not knowing who are cast members. Yeah, I think because of our once and former proximity to that world. I also like kind of keep tabs on who's writing there too, yeah. but like, it's nice to kind of because it's nice to see like oh a person whose comedy I enjoy is now getting this shot, and they and like you can kind of see someone whose comedy you like rubbing off in a sketch like you can tell oh this was this person or whatever, yeah, that yeah that is nice. nice. I would wager. That you are closer there than I have been based on how I was talking about that. <laughs> uh, but what's also fun about SNL is, again, because of my proximity to the world of comedy, uh, anytime something happens on the show, I get a text from my mom about it to ask me if I want to still be on SNL. <laughs> or or this even, love more, even more to the point, like, hey, here's an opportunity. And I, it's just, it's much easier to go, ha, 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 yeah, than to be like, mom, s- like, here are all the reasons why that's wrong <laughs> and and not to be a dick but why this is stupid <laughs> mom you fool my dream is dead none of my parents work there mother <laughs> yeah. um snl it's great it's sorry. listen here's the thing it's great it's always been great it, there's down years there's up years there's always gonna be good sketches every season i hope it's around forever Sorry, just briefly. Fun thing to have, it's like next time. Hey, any anyone out there, if you are in comedy, and next time a parent asks you, uh, if you it, like, hey, why don't you go get on SNL? Flip it back on them. Hey, why don't you go get a job yeah, at SNL yeah, yeah. so that why, I can get a job at SNL? Why weren't you on SNL so that I could be on SNL? <laughs> yeah, why aren't you Tim Hurley, mom? Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't you be Jimmy Fallon's assistant at this point? <laughs> Uh, the what he makes from it is from the classic Sweaty Balls sketch from 1998 on a gas is that right this I don't know if you boys remember this sketch took over the world it really did this if was, this had been like around during like meme culture this would have been the biggest leak like memed thing ever I remember burning this sketch onto a cd just the audio of it with like <laughs> with like adam sandler songs and like uh this was like when i was like 12 i remember downloading this yeah this was massive uh it's co- it's so funny because like it's so of a time where like the funniest thing anyone could imagine is finding 40 different ways to say balls on television <laughs> yeah. or like like, like the whole the, if you've never seen it, the joke of the sketch is that they say the word balls a lot. That's all you really need. That's the whole. That's the whole game. And of the scene. can I be honest? <laughs> Listen, it might be a little dated. It's still fucking hilarious hearing people say <laughs> balls different ways. It's so it's, funny, man. It's, it's really good. Like Austin Powers has just come out. We just saw the whole thing where they're all pointing at the sky and saying that the thing looks like a dick. Yeah. Like the the funniest thing you can do is find a million different ways to repeat. The same body it's great. part. <laughs> it's great stuff. Um, an added layer to it, were any of you NPR kids? No. no. Oh. 
my parents listened exclusively to NPR. <laughs> so this hits on a whole other level because those two women are NPR to a T. They they oh, they yeah. nail the entire aesthetic and all of it, like the entire oeuvre of NPR Molly, is Molly perfect. Molly Shannon and Ana Gastaria are so good yeah. just generally, and this is like a great deployment for mm-hmm. them. Um. NPR is so nostalgic for me. I love listening to NPR. It like it like brings me it brings me so much joy and like comfort. I you, I just feel like up. I'm seven years old listening to the stock market like report <laughs> and not understanding anything. Like the Dow is up with fifteen points. Uh, you you getting wistful listening to Ira Glass just sort of introduce someone. <laughs> yeah, it's oh man, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, um. And what Babish makes is a whole bunch of different things. So the first ball that he makes Not is a popcorn ball. Not just a whole bunch of different ball. things, Johnny. A whole bunch, a bunch of different balls. <laughs> That's right. I'm so sorry. He makes balls of all kinds. He makes testicles. Edible right. testicles. The first one is popcorn balls. Were popcorn balls a part of your youth? Popcorn balls were a part of my youth only in that they were the thing that you got from the house that was trying to be healthy on Halloween and they (laughs) sat in your bag and made your bag smell like popcorn until you threw out what was left in your bag on November 24th. (laughs) My familiarity with them was um, as the palm of a a gloved handful of popcorn. Did you guys ever have (laughs) that? That was, yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what it is. The gloved hand of popcorn that you would get from, for Halloween. I would never ate it. I've never taken a yeah. bite of one in my life. Weird I have that we no idea how things. or what they're like, but that's it. We we don't eat more things out of gloves. That that didn't spark some yeah. sort of revolution to eat things out of gloves. I don't think I ever got a popcorn bowl in a glove. Well, that's because you were one of the bad kids, Johnny. <laughs> only good kids got this. Yeah, they you only gave busy, me the candy with razors in it. Throwing rocks at neighbor's house and stealing water, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> We've Um, we've established that you're the criminal delinquent on this show. Well, yeah, but we already knew that. Uh, The popcorn balls that he makes look pretty good, though. Like, I think I would enjoy eating them. Yeah. I'm sure I would. I'm sure I would want them just... Can I just get a a smaller caramel? Just a bite-sized cluster. pretty big. Yeah, peanut butter. Like, I don't want to have to bite into it like an apple. I just want, like, the clusters... That I can throw in my mouth, the peanuts, yeah. the caramel, maybe like a golf ball size at the biggest. Sure, yeah. These were a little it. these these balls were a little too big. The sketch, right? Uh, <laughs> he put peanuts in them, which I thought looked nice. I thought that would taste nice, and then covers them in chocolate. I think overall, I'm like, I think I would enjoy eating them. Yeah, these did look pretty good. I think, nonetheless, still my I'll say third favorite of the uh, choice of of the varieties. Oh uh, no, this here. would be my number one with a bullet. Oh, really? Yeah. For what's coming, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so what's coming is he makes cheese balls. And this, he just puts a bunch of cream cheese, cheddar, some hot sauce, some, what else did he put in there? Some things in basically a food processor. Yeah, and then rolled it rolled it around in pecans. Right. Oh, yeah, and some Parmesan was in it as well. And then he made them into giant balls that he was going to slice and like put on che- on like crackers. At first, I thought it was going to be like a hand food. And I'm like, that's insane. Because I thought it was just going to be like a pop-in-your-mouth thing at first. But little did I know, essentially he was just making a, a cheese spread. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I have I have had cheese balls like this. They're fine. They're they're like a way to get like more 
exotic ingredients into cheese basically and like it's just right yeah i i always i've never enjoyed them that much like i just like the regular cheeses more there's more to explore i don't need this giant and they're as you said like they're unwieldy to even slice because then like you want the crunch on the outside but once you cut into it there's a that giant inside that has no crunch whatsoever it's sure. not my favorite not good i I, I have encountered it a couple of times and enjoy it as something you can kind of play a little jazz with on a cheese board because you can add, you know, stack it up with a cracker, add some meat. Like, you can cater a little bit more crunch and, you know, pizzazz to it. But also, I won't begrudge anyone if they look at this thing. They take one look at this and go, no fucking way. Because it is a <laughs> weird, daunting, <laughs> stupid thing, you know? Just a ball of cheese. Ball of cheese covered in nuts. Such a stupid idea. Like, <laughs> it's such a end of a cheese board idea where it's like, we still got some cheese on here and nobody ate all the nuts. Roll it all around. Pour <laughs> yeah. it into a ball. <laughs> it's stupid. I, 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 that, I will acknowledge that. that. Joe, that, that reminds me of my, <laughs> one of the funniest things. It 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 <clears throat> is a very apt comparison to um chalet with sharps very funny comedian her um her comparison of what a take five bar is she said a take five bar you guys are all just eating the sweepings of the factory floor that's <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're eating yes 100 percent. great joke yeah fantastic and that is what this is. this is the sweepings of the cheese board this is the yes the detritus leftover that nobody wanted repurposed into a fish stew. Nothingness. Yeah. You might see a corny shone sticking out of one of these things. <laughs> uh, the third ball that he makes is a rum ball, which I think you can make a million different ways, but the base of his was Nilla wafers, which I thought was interesting. Yes. Big fan of that. Yeah. This These looked better than what I had typically thought of as a rum ball. I don't know why. I think I've had a rum ball like once or twice and was not impressed, but these looked pretty tasty. Because they're often rolled in coconut, which is a, it's, which is a dead giveaway for no thank you. <laughs> um... I yeah, I don't like rum balls. I've had rum balls. I've had like holiday truffles. I don't yeah. really love those. One of Olivia's uh, actually it might be her favorite dessert ever is my sister makes these Oreo truffles that are just oh. Oreo it's basically Oreos and cream cheese rolled up into a ball and then Yes. They are the densest, most rich, overpowering dessert ever and I can't it's way too much. And I just end up eating six cookies <laughs> to to make up for the, it. <laughs> I I love them. I think I think the rum is very tertiary in this for me because I do like a sort of soft truffly chocolate thing. Uh, because they're usually very rich, and I think this kind of goes with your general aversion to fudge. These are yes, like fancy. Yes, exa- it's exactly it. Yep. it's a fancy fudge thing. They're way too close to fudge. To which I say, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm a little fudge judge. <laughs> Very good, Joe. <laughs> Not mine, can't claim it, but still fun to say. Um, so wait, it, uh, rank these one through three. Popcorn balls, uh, cheese balls in a distant second, and then a DNF for the for the rum balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go rum balls, cheese balls, popcorn balls, and the popcorn one largely comes from my general disillusionment with kettle corn and caramel corn i'll eat them when they're there but like hey uh, I don't hey joe it. are you disillusioned with the state of the world the fact no, that no no that, no that, mostly yeah. <laughs> no 
I'm disillusioned with kettle corn. Specifically kettle corn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not all it's cracked up to be. Joe, did you know the U.S. is a more unequal society than it's ever been in the, in the, in the hundred years? Shut, 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 shut up, shut up. Yeah. Have you had kettle corn? It's terrible. Sweet popcorn, don't need it. I'll, I'll make my own sweet thing to eat after the salty popcorn. Thank you. Pass, kettle corn. You're on, hey, kettle corn, uh, you're on notice. I don't think so, honey, kettle corn. I'm donezo. I'm fucking Get done em. with you. <laughs> I thought it was a fun app overall. I enjoyed it. Wait, wait, Johnny, watching... what about your what about your Oh rankings? yeah, that's right. I have to say things. Uh I think I'll go one popcorn balls, two rum balls, three cheese. All right. We're all different people. Yes. Who, who would have thought? Wow. Yes. What are, what are we? Three characters with different opinions? <laughs> <laughs> uh I like this app. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a nice little mix of things. Agreed. Um, Agreed. And then I found out at the end the size of the balls he made were just so he could make it look like uh, a whole dick. Yeah, yeah. looked like a big, 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 big dumb old hog. penis and balls. So good for him on and, a family uh, show. Yeah, the sh- big, stu- big the stupid, big stupid chode. Um, but yeah, overall fun up. I enjoyed it. Thought it was a thought it was a nice time. Yeah, cosine. Agreed. Should we correspond with a coward? Well, let's sure. do that. You know who it is? It's our buddy Tucker. Uh, uh, headline says big tomato soup. Hey, ninety five percenters. Remember from last week. <laughs> Uh, over the past couple of years, there have been several European climate activist groups that have thrown tomato soup at famous paintings. I've been wondering why they don't choose a better food slash liquid to throw. Surely oil or another sticky substance could be used to take, could be used and take longer to clean off. The best ideas I've had so far are hot honey, harder to clean and the spice might affect the workers, and pureed durian. Since you're smarter than these uni-attending activists, what would you deface art with? Similarly, what would you arm yourself with in a food fight? We have to help the poor Euros break big tomato soup's hold on the weaponized food scene. Cheers, Tucker. <laughs> Tucker. Uh, oh, sorry, you go. go ahead, you Johnny. go. No, no. I want to hear your thing first. I'm just going to say, uh, weird to be uh, taking the side of big art. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of insane to be taking the side of not the climate, you know? <laughs> I do think also there is a uh, a world where thinking that tomato soup is like the most that that's not well thought through. Yeah. That throwing something on art is going to help with the climate. <laughs> well, I think I, 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 don't, I also don't want to come out here and say that I'm uh, in support of uh Anything involved in this, really. Everyone is stupid. <laughs> I think it's truly, like, it, it's dumb all around. It would be so funny if we found out that Campbell's was running a shadow campaign to get, like, was funding was funding these these climate activists. Yeah. I, I will say, Tucker, I think this is just a matter of expediency and cheapness <laughs> and that, like, it's way easier to explain why you have a can of tomato soup on your person than yeah. say a bag of durian crushed durian yeah, <laughs> yeah. well cuz it's also like, or like or like a throwable amount of hot honey you, you, someone's going to get suspicious you bring in your message right like you bring in the, a crock pot it's like it's so it can stay liquid also yeah also this is this lets me know you've never tried to throw honey it's not a throwable yeah. liquid that you got to shake it and it's not going to go where you think. It's gonna. No. It's gonna come back on you. There's a. Hot there's a going directly in your own eyes. Right back in your face. 
Yeah. Well, what if you bring the little thing and then you just twirl it a bunch and then you let go and then it'll slowly drip until you start twirling again. <laughs> I bring you bring. I, what? I like to imagine Tucker running up to the <laughs> with, with the honey running up to the painting and squeezing and it just slowly coming out <laughs> and like security's like slow motion running and he's like. <laughs> oh, see, I'm, I'm 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 imagining security's just there watching him and be like, man, come on, dude, <laughs> trying to talk him down. Like, yeah, <laughs> you don't like, have to do this, man. Uh, is that the is that the bear with the red top to signify that it's hot, <laughs> yeah. honey? You're gonna spend gonna work. twelve hours in jail. It's it's a Friday. <laughs> it's a Friday. You might not see a judge until Monday. You don't want this, man. It's uh, it's again. It, I think it muddies the message as well. Where you're like, uh, hey, we're doing this to save to protest climate change. Uh, no one's th- asking about the tomato soup part except Tucker. <laughs> Every, if you do it with the hot honey, everyone's like, "This motherfucking weirdo tried to pour hot honey on paintings." <laughs> yeah. What was their message? Did, we weren't paying attention. I also, I, I like to imagine somewhere in the in the climate activist uh, world in the group, they're like, "Hey, Brian, um, uh, for Friday we need like a bunch of tomato soup, and would you would you make some?" And Brian being like <laughs> super touched, he's like. Oh my god, they uh, love my tomato soup. And then they, <laughs> they take it and they just immediately chuck it on a painting. And, like, and that's what spurs him to then go yeah, like Brian's join now the oil the, industry. Yeah, Brian's now the president of Exxon. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a puff piece in Newsweek. Pre- CEO of Exxon makes a killer tomato soup. <laughs> Did you see the part about so like the uh the glass that protects the Mona Lisa that made sure no paint got on is made by Coke Industries? Oh my god! Is it really? <laughs> yeah, which Hilarious. is like a very fun layer to this story, man. It's yeah. just... And Joe's disillusioned about kettle corn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what a great thing to throw at some art! Throw 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 the statue of David some throw kettle the, corn. <laughs> throw the popcorn balls at yeah. the honestly the cheese ball would be very satisfying to chuck at an expensive piece of art. Throw it at that that robot that's trying to clean up all the blood all the time. But, you know, that'd be a fun thing for it to get lost in the mix. <laughs> all right. What's that one? The the artist is present. Throw a fucking popcorn ball at uh, Marina Abramovich. Yeah. <laughs> Tucker. Up? Hey, guys. Tucker, there's only one way to answer this question. And it's we're going to need you to break into museums with, yeah. with all of these liquids and just try to destroy some art and see what works best. Next time I visit New York City to see my boys. Uh, we will uh, eat many different foods, and then we will go to the Whitney, and you know, just sort of throw food at it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. We'll, we have we'll the go control. To the, the control is the is the tomato soup. We know what that does. We'll go to the the spirally Guggenheim and just sort of roll things down the spiral. <laughs> Get a cheese wheel and see if it just yeah. slams into things along the side wall as it as it picks up speed going around then, the circle. The jackass style were like dressed as cheesemongers chasing after it, like, oh no, my cheese. <laughs> yeah, we got there. Um, guys, uh, if you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Uh, give us those five star reviews if you want to follow us for more content. Um, if you want to send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, or your recipes for a, a truly art devastating liquid slash recipe um send those to gabby with babish at gmail.com we didn't answer what would you arm yourself with in a food fight we'll do that next week Ooh.